Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's do the little dance we do. I think you might like it. And then we're gonna hide away, making love all night, and we can cry tomorrow, watching it's a wonderful life. I think you might like it. It is the weirdest beat of a song. (laughs) I had to listen to it seven or eight times to try and get the chorus of the song properly, because as you know, here at Page 7, welcome to Page 7, we are obsessed with the song, I Think You Might Like It, which is the Christmas song by John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. We don't sing it right. I think it actually sounds <laughs> way better by singing it with, I, I I like the way we sing it, like, I think you, how do we do I it? Think I, I, think like it. Like it. I think you might like it. I think you might like it. I think I think you might like it is a lot better than I think you might like it. I think you might like it. For years, I thought that it, I mean we all watched it together, and I assume mm-hmm. we only ever watched it, you know, yearly. But for years and years, I thought this song went the way that Jackie sings it. And then one, because I think we were always just too drunk and excited whenever we watched it to have the melody uh, really stick in our head. Oh my god, have we grown up? Are we not as <laughs> drunk and excited? Should we get drunker? I guess we can get drunk if you want. It was like one year we all realized that we had been singing it wrong. And now it's just too hard to correct from, I think you might like it, to, I think you might like you it. It peters out. It's like, I think you might. You're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like it. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. That's not where we need the yeah. emphasis. The Right, guys? The emphasis yeah. is on the wrong syllable. You guys remember yeah. that? Uh, the operative word. The operative word. The remember operative that word. from our acting training. What is the operative? But how about the... The operative line in the chorus of <laughs> making love all night and then we can cry tomorrow watching It's a Wonderful Life. That doesn't sound, honestly, that enticing to me. Or is that and a maybe Christmas I'm thing? A yeah. Is that a Christmas thing? Fucking on Christmas Eve. I've never heard that Christmas song before. I, I was going to ask you guys if I, I do feel like every year people talk about like the fun sexiness of going home and like having. Sex at Christmas, but it doesn't... Friends with Christmas. I always think about the year when Marcus coined it friends with Christmas instead of friends with benefits. Yeah. Is it that is what he refers to if you go back to your hometown and bang someone from the past and you're just friends with Christmas. You're friends with Christmas. And like, oh, you see each other. That is the basis of the new, uh, the song Tis the Damn Season, 
on the new Taylor Swift album, actually. That is what that is exactly what that's about. The uh, we can call it even you can call me babe for the weekend is the damn season. That's the chorus. Yeah. I may have I listened mean, to that album multiple times since it came out. Oh, a, you a few days ago. <laughs> <laughs> listened to it already? I, uh, Holden, so before we even get into I think you might like it, into the meat of it, Ugh. we must, of course, of course, of horse, talk about Taylor Swift. Not it's so cute. Evermore. Evermore. It, and it's it like I woke evermore. up to multiple tweets from several different people, which I love now that this is like my brand or whatever. <laughs> and people tweeting me be like, it's happening, she's doing it. And I was like, so before I could even, literally the first thing I saw when I woke up was this news. I was so excited. My penis was excited. You know, everything was excited. You know oh, what I mean? My knees ew, were excited. And the look on Molly's face <laughs> was just so perfect. I was so upset. Not even like offended, but no, 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 I wasn't sexually aroused. I was disgusted. just I was just saying like my fingers were excited. My elbows were like every part of I me was see. excited. I see. I yeah. see. Okay. Was your penis spitting? <laughs> no. No. It was normal. Urine was normal that day. Uh, no issues <laughs> oh, good, there. Good, 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 good. Um, and good. just what, how cool is that? And then you have the whole day to build up. We got, you know, we got, I think we got champagne. I think the normal thing is to get champagne. We got wine. We got, you know, we got nice and drunk. Well, that night, Holden and I were watching Cats yes. together. And I was upset because Holden wouldn't get drunk with me because he refused to be drunk for the premiere of the <laughs> album wow. at midnight. I was a little like, bit. Holden, that Holden. Is, that's something. That's devotion. Yeah, I wanted to that's remember devotion. it. I wanted to get drunk while listening to the album. But, um, uh-huh. oh, my God, too. We watched Cats. So high, so funny. I, I think everyone do yourselves a favor and why if you're feeling down, like watch it once a month. Like honestly, it's worthy <laughs> of a once a month pick me up laugh a thon. Like I crying was with laughter. Just howling with laughter. I'm happy to hear that, Holden, because I've been like I've had people discuss like, oh, should we watch it streaming? And like I feel like the experience of seeing it in the movie theater with you dressed as dogs was like yes. so like so I can't magical. separate that experience from the film itself. So I'm a little afraid to watch it streaming. Because the energy, you know, the energy of the whole theater, like gradually realizing that yes. the whole theater was there to laugh at it, you know? Oh, so good. So I'm glad to hear that you, you know, who shared this, the most fun experience of 2019 for sure. Uh, yeah, we, we didn't get to howl at the screen or watch the couples walking out throughout the film, which was another <laughs> fun part of it. Or the, or the like angry, the, the kind of mean looks I got from some people as we all walked in dressed as dogs and then watching those people slowly fucking just get all that rusty, nasty bullshit shaken off of them and finally just indulge into some true (laughs) garbage trash cinema was so fun, you know, along with all of us. But the difference is, and I think here's the key, Molly, because I wouldn't say watch it alone. The difference is we didn't get to yell at the movie in the same way. We didn't get to break it down, analyze it, riff on it. Also, there were multiple times where we rewound Moments because there's yes. the, the tap with the tap dancing guy's exit at the in that part of the he goes like and, 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 and does some weird noise and we're like wait what and then like what? we would pause and go back and be like is that really what's happening right there and like 
There were so many. Uh, that movie gets the award for the funniest, like, exit noises <laughs> or words. Like, when the guy just goes, magic, and just, like, disappears. It's so fucking good, man. And and you don't get to. So it's a new enjoyment. It, it reveals itself in a new way, much like Taylor Swift has with her new album, Folklore. And <laughs> speaking of which, like, what a great movie to watch before her album drops. I almost forgot because how stupid that movie is that Taylor Swift was even in the movie. I was like, oh, right. Taylor Swift's in this movie. And we're, you know. You completely forgot because I we forgot were too. too busy. Right? We were too busy screaming at it and remembering, which I completely didn't oh. even see in the first go around, that Idris Elba goes, Puss in spats (laughs) when James Corden is on the screen, and I don't remember that, but it is delightful, and I think I did like it. We also didn't, we also forgot how much that movie hates fat people. Wow. Very against fat people. That I remember. Yeah. It it almost like, it was almost like in in a way that felt like, actively inappropriate for our current yes. times. Not that there still isn't yeah. a ton of fat phobia, but it, it felt almost like mid-90s levels of like fat yeah. phobia, you know? Also, it does that thing. It's kind of like, and please fans, don't get upset when I compare it to this, but it is Everyone's kind of like upset. This. It's kind of like does that weird nothing but trouble thing that like we, whoa, that we love. But like what I'm saying is like, it's like trying to be funny with its grossness and it's like all it does is alienate the viewer and like we love nothing but trouble for that weirdness that it brings but okay, in terms but of being a good product. you love nothing but trouble, right? Huh? You, you don't not like nothing but trouble, right? I like nothing but trouble in a certain way. Like in a, I'm watching a fucking clusterfuck train wreck thing, Whoa. movie, comedy, bad comedy. It's not a good movie, Jackie. Ouch. <laughs> and I think we need to watch it again. I will say that when I started the uh, the change.org petition to try and get the Rotten Tomatoes score of Nothing But Trouble to be higher, um, it has hit a level where I did promise that I would get a tramp stamp that said <laughs> Nothing But B-U-T-T Trouble. <laughs> and uh, it has hit that point. I don't think I should. I definitely said I was going to get the tramp stamp before I started dating my current partner. And I think that um, that would take away from some of our, I'm going to say, lovemaking. <laughs> that if I had that above my uh, my ass. So I, I'm down to get it. But I think I'm going to get it like around my nipples instead. Man, this is great. I love uh, 5% on the tomato meter. And uh, just here, uh, Owen Gleiberman of Entertainment Weekly simply says, sheer hell. <laughs> and uh, Jay Boyer well, from on. the Orlando Sentinel agrees with me. For the most part, however, the humor depends upon the audience's finding the movie's repulsiveness funny. And I feel like Katz does that too with James Corden is just this disgusting slob. Yeah. He's so His character's so repulsive. He's, uh, you know, the cockroach eating scene with, uh, Ugh, uh, I can't. What's her fucking Jenny Annie yeah. dots? <laughs> fucking is it Jenny Rebel Wilson? Is that who you're talking? The, the yes. Rebel Wilson and James Corden need to be. It would be a different movie without them, and somehow it would be much better, yet still bad in the same way. You know. Honestly, I think I needed them. I need to hate them so much so Uh that I can enjoy it. I think that if I didn't have such visceral reactions while watching the movie, I wouldn't enjoy it as much. Because like we talk about all the time, obviously y'all know I love my Hallmark movies. 
there is a, in my lifetime movies, there's a level of bad that a movie needs to hit for it to be fun. Correct. You know, and I yeah. think that we need the Jenny Annie dots in there. Okay. We need her to zip off her skin, you know? <laughs> because, again, and I, I know you put it in the article stuff, but I will say that that fucking fuck face Grinch musical that Jackie made me watch as some form of so fucking mad. mental torture. Like, take that so to mad. Guantanamo Bay. What are they doing? So but that shit was so... Molly, do not let her trickster ways fool you. It is awful. Lexi Uh-oh. was in pain. I'm, I'm a jokey Loki is what I am. <laughs> <laughs> Better watch out. My fingers like to spasm. Lexi literally at one point is just like, when will it end? <laughs> you know? And it was like a half an hour left. It was brutal. Everything I love was bad. a live TV musical. But, but this is on another, it's, it's just so bad. bad. And really then bad. to the point where they even took the good songs from the original animated special and added shit to fuck them up and make them bad. Uh-huh. It's like they were actively trying to make it as bad as possible. And what's his fuck face said that he based his performance on the Joker, which is why Jackie in the articles, what's his stupid name? T- Tom. Matthew Morrison. Matthew, Matthew Morrison. Morrison from Glee. And he uh, was just, it wasn't, I went to, you know what? I want to say it wasn't his fault. No, it was super it was. his fault. And, and <laughs> I think it was. I feel like it was the kind of thing that I imagined a director was like, you know, you could just like do it the way. Okay, okay. You oh, you're going to do it like Joaquin Phoenix and the stairs? You're okay. do it like Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker? But okay, it wasn't I'm even. Gonna, I, didn't see, I didn't see it at all. In fact, I got confused. I thought you meant the other Joker from Suicide Squad. I thought you meant that Joker. I was like, that makes sense. He's so annoying. You know what I mean? So, of course, it would be that shitty Joker. But no, also, I would say more so than the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix Joker, he based it shittily off of the bad live, and I will say this out loud, I I don't care who disagrees with me, the fucking bad Jim Carrey, Ron Howard live action movie. And I think, thank you, Molly Shade nodding her head. And and if you you rewatch that movie, I saw a movie theater and I enjoyed it because I was a kid, but rewatching that movie, it is such a cynical, gross Disgusting display of like but the, sh- the shittiness of the holidays. The Christy Bransky is uh, well, you know, and hey, Christmas on the Square. If you want to see her, be good in a Christmas movie. Christmas on the Square. <laughs> uh, Dolly Parton's classic, now classic. But but it's it's just like the whole vibe of that movie makes you hate the Who's, makes you root for the Grinch because the Who's are so gross and how they go about Christmas. And they try to, and the musical does the same thing where they try to be like, the Who's, all they care about is going to the mall and buying the most expensive gifts. It's like, that's not what they did in their original work. They made a big feast. And yeah, there were a bunch of toys, but it wasn't about like, there's even a whole song where it's like, the more expensive gift is the better gift, or whatever. There's also, Molly, a song you will enjoy this musical. And by enjoy, I mean fucking hate. <laughs> it's literally just about how annoying kids can be. <laughs> and guess what? It's fucking annoying. They can be really annoying. I couldn't believe this thing. Anyway. I somehow... He's so angry. I love it. <laughs> I love so how mad angry it. he is. Go on, let's talk about Evermore again. There's many um, uh, important <laughs> cultural references that I somehow managed to just go my whole life missing out on. I This past week, we watched Gremlins for the first time. But but somehow I also, like, I definitely know the Grinch, the story, and the cartoon, like the original special. I've seen the Jim Carrey one. But, like, it was not one that, like, took place in my, that, like, took re- took up residence in my heart the way that other Christmas uh 
stories and Christmas media did. I don't have any like personal attachment to the Grinch story. Question though, Molly, how did you feel about your first watching of Gremlins? Honestly, yeah. I just thought about you and Marcus the whole time and how Marcus wants to bang <laughs> the lady. <laughs> Because it's that Marcus has, I kept thinking Marcus has some relationship with the lady gremlin, and I know that's that's the second one, but uh, I just couldn't remember. I was like, does he want to fuck her? Does he want to, like, what is Marcus's well, relationship with the lady she's gremlin? She's pretty sexy, actually, the lady Yeah, gremlin. I that's think Marcus Gideon wants to fuck her, I want to be her. Okay, so I think yeah. that is really what you it, be I'm her. obsessed with Greta Gremlin, and I've got lots of fun artwork of Greta Gremlin, because the second one, I think that you will really enjoy, the second one is... Um, I think I, this is scary to say, but I think I might like the second one more than the first one. However, Maybe very different movie. Very it's different. silly. It's cartoonishly like bombastic. It is way over the top, but in an amazing, great way. And also it's all about like them taking over New York. Yeah. So it's a lot of like fun New York. I think... Molly, you would really enjoy it. And Greta Gremlin is technically a, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, she's she's a sexual assaulter <laughs> and really does force this human man to marry her. So you're saying and, it was like uh, an okay Cupid date with you in your late 20s. Oh my God, <laughs> I was just talking about this with Jeff the other day. I was like talking about how many times that I would show up to okay Cupid dates blacked out already. It was like, what a nightmare. We're <laughs> so having the conversation of how many people do you think from your past think about you as a lay and just go, Jesus Christ. You know, <laughs> I've got a lot. I have too many that I imagine that if they also remembered it would be like, why did I do that? And um, that, you know, it's that time of year. Think about all of your mistakes. The better question is, like, how many people from your past actively blocked you out from their memory? Um, so, yeah, because you, know I mean? you, know, you know if you have them, then other people got them and you. I was thinking about this earlier today because I was looking at photo albums, and I was like, there's like random kids from pictures of random birthday parties, you know, 10-year-old birthday parties and stuff, and I was like, I... And in some other people's photo albums, probably from random mm, birthday parties, yes. and they're probably they probably look at those pictures and they were like, "Who was that weirdo?" I've not <laughs> thought about her in a while, you know. No, no, you were so cute. Molly just posted pictures uh, of themselves. Hey, <laughs> what was that? Fifth grade and sixth. It was grade? first day of sixth grade because I kept thinking, like, like I've always been like, yeah, sixth grade was when I like decided to like do girl drag and like really like be normal and like show up to school as like totally new person. And then I like went back and found the actual first day of school picture for sixth grade, and I'm wearing like a oversized no fear shirt. Uh, like knee length baggy jean shorts and uh, absolutely like great. you know tall socks it is not uh, it, it was not how girls dress <laughs> I loved it too in your insta story when you're like why were the clothes so baggy same my, mm -hmm. but then I look at my mom and she's always she is of the true belief that all clothes should be at least two sizes too big for comfort mm. but now as an adult I realize like oh it doesn't have, for sure. I mean, my comfies, yeah, no, everything is is huge, and I like to swim in my clothes. But for the most part, I like to wear fitted things in certain areas, and you have to learn how to dress 
the shape of your body and the shape of my body when I was 16 didn't look the best in the huge Twinkie shirts that went down (laughs) to my knees, plus the cargo pant khakis that I would sew a bunch of buttons onto the sides of and then also put a bunch of safety pins onto for no reason. (laughs) I definitely had a skirt made out of ties. And that is, that's when you know Avril Lavigne was real. Man. You know, we we remember her and she did exist. You and I needed each other when we were kids, Jackie. I would have beaten people up for you. I would have uh, I would have been loyal and I would have taken care of you and Holden I would have just oh my god destroyed mentally. I would have been such a nightmare. You would have been the kind of person that in my therapy that I have now since written letters of apologies to. Most of them haven't responded. <laughs> It's the it's the Hanukkah season. It's the Christmas season. I'm smiling, man. You gotta be fucking souping me. You think I'm gonna have a frown on right now? <laughs> it's, I mean, how can we? I mean, it's, you know, I'm sorry. we've been blessed by, I would say, the most godlike creature that exists on the planet with um, a new album, me? Uh, the second oh. of the year. And uh, I do want to just say before we move on. And yes, I don't feel like we will ever talk about her enough. And I know that that many listeners of this podcast very angry right now. And I love it. I just want to say to you right now, if you're getting really angry about me talking about Taylor Swift, oops, sorry. Oh, God, don't. Why are you doing Don't do No, I take back. I eradicated what he just said. And I apologize. Don't worry. He will suffer for it. Um, Jackie loves the album. I feel like I got mad at Lexi the day of the album dropped because she, I didn't feel she was excited enough, and I kept reminding her of he that. Kept I was like, you're not excited it. enough about it. He kept screaming about how she wasn't excited enough, and I threatened him with my jankings, <laughs> and my jankings are Jackie spankings, and Jackie spankings technically aren't violent, but they are visceral. <laughs> I, I will I will just say it is a great album to walk around in the snow to. Uh, my favorite tracks so far are Tis the Damn Season, and happiness uh, and closure actually is really sticking in my head. I love the song Closure. Just a really snappy song. I think it's better than folklore. I don't need any closure, Holden. Yeah, whatever. I actually <laughs> thought I'm about fine it. without closure. I don't need it. I actually thought about you a lot for that song. Did you? Yeah, I also, yeah. yeah, no, I thought about how I didn't need any closure. Yeah, you don't seem at like it. You seem completely adjusted. It's fascinating. I am- I am well adjusted. I'm very well adjusted. My therapist says she's scared of me because of how perfectly I am performing mentally right now. I just want to follow up with, you seem like you are completely just not unhinged. (laughs) Hinged. So hinged. So hinged. Hinged Zabrowski. To a frame, to a door frame. You are such a door right now. It's unbelievable. Thank you. Yeah. When is a door not a door? When she's a Jackie. Come on, guys. Guys, yeah. here with the jokes today. Um, I un- very unfortunately really enjoyed uh, this album. <laughs> it's a really good album. I've listened to it a lot. I've been listening to it a lot. The first time I listened to it, I cried through most of it. It is, but I also am a big Bonnie Vare fan. Mm-hmm. So if you are not Ooh, a Bonnie Vare fan, is I there? Try to get- 
Uh, yeah, yes. he's on folklore as well. He does a track on folklore called Exile. I'm telling Molly, I'm telling anybody who might... was not in her and is into your like cry cry music with your bright eyes or whatever. Like, I know. I saw a man and he killed my heart. How dare you? All that shit, it's in there, dude. Are you janking? Yeah, no, I've, I'm like way, way overdue for folklore. So I guess I will start with which, which is better, Holden? I just said I think uh, I like uh, Evermore better, but it truly is. She refers to it as a sister album. Okay, mm, I think I like it better. And I wish really? I could put her essence in yeah. a bottle and uh, just uh, carry it around my neck, dab um, it on your wrists, have it. Yeah, I would do. I would probably slam my head so far into a wall for her that I passed out if she asked me to. <laughs> Does so? This is something I had thought of when I was watching the music video. Um, do. Does Lexi ever feel jealous of your love for Taylor Swift? She does, but I keep telling her, I'm like, it's not that I want to be with her. I want to be her. And, uh-huh. um, you know, but yes, she definitely does scream about it, especially when I was like, you're not excited enough. You know, I say, like, you're not excited enough. You know what I mean? And she's my everything and all this kind of stuff, I can't right? which is hard for a wife to hear. Your wife doesn't kill you in your sleep. <laughs> and not that I wish you dead because you are one of my best friends yeah. and I want you to be alive, but I would get it and I would give her an alibi. Be like, I don't know, she's in Los Angeles. As I was sending <laughs> Jeff to go pick her up in New York and drive her back. Like, she's been here the whole time. I actually find it to be one of Holden's most charming qualities, his love for Taylor Swift. And I was thinking, like, what would it be like if Gideon was as giddy and in love with Taylor Swift as Holden was? You know, how how would that change my life? What would that feel like if we right. had, like, champagne dates to listen to her album releases at midnight or whatever? <laughs> and then I was thinking, like, I wonder if I would be jealous. And then I was thinking, I wonder if Lexi is jealous. So it, it, oh, it is, yeah, for sure. it is a positive I mean, quality of yours, but it is different. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's she is definitely a presence in my life, and sometimes <laughs> I do call her name Jeez. out or just scream, I love Taylor Swift, <laughs> like in the middle of the workday, and it is just, it is what it is. We've got to live with our different things, right? But she's amazing, yeah. and I love her new album, and whatever, you'll it's never brilliant. be her, and I'll scream, really like you'll Willow. never be her. I'll scream that Willow sometimes. is a great song, too. It's I think it starts off strong. Yeah. I, I like It's so funny for me, and I feel bad for our audience continue to talk about this album but I will say it is funny for me how personally I like never super duper love like her opening track like um for lover it was um never for anybody like me that like super poppy thing <laughs> and and you know with willow and with uh what was folklore had uh i forget what folklore is oh squish squish goes my mish mish yeah, squish squish goes my mish mish that song about her fucking pussy yeah that whole yeah, pussy man. song she's just like Lick it, ate it. It was like her answer to WAP, essentially. She's like, Ooh, Lick see, it, now ate that, it, get I it. would love to hear Yeah, it, yeah, which is fantastic. Lick it, eat it, get it is what it's called, by the way. Um, and um, I do appreciate that. But um, no, uh, I've completely lost in thought now. I'm just thinking about Taylor Swift writing a song about her pussy, and that is not where I want to be right now in my headspace. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, but yeah, I think Lexi gets very upset. But but that's like, oh, put that in a bag with all the other fucking garbage bullshit that I do throughout a <laughs> single day. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Technically, this, this is a very uh, acute quality, I imagine. Uh, Molly, would Gideon have anything? To, does, does he have a person that he does obsess over? The Star Wars franchise? Uh, See, I think that's way worse. (laughs) (laughs) No, but baby Freddy saying baby Yoda makes me want to throw up. (laughs) I want to ingest your child because she's so fucking cute. Yeah, I mean, we he has his his fandoms, you know, uh, like the Mandalorian, and he like will often be upset that I don't want to watch the Mandalorian with him. Um, <laughs> does he also call it Mando? Because Holden calls it Mando, yeah, and Mando, does, baby. As if you don't have the time to say <laughs> Get the that Mando. Word. I I'm surprised you don't love it though, Molly. Maybe you're. I would say maybe you're potentially sick of kids, whereas Lexi's like screaming for one. So it's a little different, but Lexi loves that baby Yoda. So she's always front row center when we when it's time to watch Mando. This is why I think that sometimes I might be a bad wife, not as good as a wife as Lexi, is because when it comes to Gideon's like <laughs> things, I'm just like, I don't care for the Star Wars. Like I just don't yeah. like we had Star Wars like as the it was the recessional music at our wedding. I like I'm happy for him t- for that wow. to be his joy. It's just not mine. And so I'm like, you can watch that without me. Like, and I thought, I think I'm doing like a favor. Like you, that's yeah, very that's helpful. Like your on your own schedule. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Let him have his things. Totally. That's the best part. We don't have to share everything yeah. in a partnership. Right. That is not what a great partnership makes. I'm so happy that he's got shit that he does that I'm just like, done, yeah. checked out, don't care, go do your fucking thing, and I don't have to hear about it, and I love that. I That's a lot of it. video games for me is is exactly that, Molly. I feel like we end up watching a lot of stuff together because that is kind of our, our time. So if mm-hmm. I am going to throw something on, I'm sort of generally putting something on with her. But, um... Uh, yeah, just hours of video games and terror and experiences she would never want to have. I had a video game that was so scary, uh, and it was in VR. I was howling with fear, and she was laughing and laughing, and she would never want to experience anything like that. I'm just zombies are attacking me. I'm just, ah! like I'm literally just screaming. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, absolutely horrifying. You describing these VR games? I don't understand. <laughs> I know I'm a thousand years old, but I'm like, but they jump out at you. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and like I'm scared enough just walking down a street that I immediately always have a taser on me that anyone gets even possibly within six feet and just like, you scared? <laughs> I see a lot of things like, you scared? Underneath my mask. Uh, but that is, again, another thing for me to talk to my therapist about. Like anyone that would purchase a lamp that is actually a Loaf of bread. Let's for get into it. $210. Yes, we are finally talking about the fucking dumbest things <laughs> that are on Goop's gift guide this year. Yeah. The lamp is actually a loaf of bread 
from Japan. And it's only $210, guys. It's coated in resin so that it won't rot. It is just a legit baguette that you plug into the wall. That's it. <laughs> what a sign of 2020 this entire list is, by the yeah. way. Because so much of it, I will say, a little, which is hilarious because we're about to talk about a $30,000 mattress, but a little more conservative, I feel like, uh, this year. Like, a little bit more reasonable in terms of the price points on a lot of this. I don't know stuff. if I that's the same true thought. because there's definitely a purse that is literally to hold a watermelon yes. that won't even give us the price of it. <laughs> that's when you know. It makes me feel like my queen's parents, that anytime my parents go to a restaurant, if there's no prices on the menu, <laughs> they will be like, no, we're not doing this. My my mom is like, that's where they lie. They lie. Yeah. They're gonna, oh, they're going to make it up. They're going to look you in the eyes. They're going to make up how that's much like the, the fish. price is. Like, well, the fish always says fish. Like market, market price. price. There is a difference. No, it doesn't mean it's not like a, it's not a conspiracy. <laughs> uh, I, I imagine maybe in some places it is, but I think most places it's not. But it does scare me when a purse to hold a watermelon is priceless uh, and that you only get the price upon request. And um, I, I doubt it's a hundred dollars. I'll throw it out there. It seems handmade out of leather from Japan. Yeah, it is designed to just hold the watermelon. And this was one, you know, I may have gone a, a full 180 degrees on this goop list because this one I was like, well, I think I like that. You know, just the pure, the embracing the uselessness of it. Be like, this is literally just to hold the watermelon. You can't even hold the basketball in it. Don't try. It's just a watermelon. Like, just a watermelon. Yeah, like it's like they took... They took the pointlessness and uselessness of the Goop holiday list every year, and then they just fucking catapulted it right into the sun, you know? It really made me think of Holden when I saw the, you are everything, handwritten. It's it's in Gwyneth's yes, handwriting. Yes. Yeah. It is a LED sign for $900. Can I say this, though? I think actually the neon sign thing is fucking dope. Fun. And if I got it sure. like not written in her handwriting and it was like a specialty thing that I or had someone else handwrite and it was a cool phrase like hold Nader's ho. Or like, <laughs> sure. I will never give up on Taylor Swift. I think she's like sort of the li a living demigod, you know, or something <laughs> yes. like that. Like, you know what I mean? And put that on my wall. That would be cool. I think it's just the part where it's her. And I do think that would be around that price point, I feel like, to get a specialized... Or at least it would be in the hundreds of dollars to get like a specialized neon dope like sign like that. I love a neon sign. I had like a like a you know dumpstered um, like Bud Light light plug in sign in oh, college, I and I fucking it. loved that thing. I don't know why I don't loved still have it. it. I had a Jaeger one for a long time until I got drunk and broke it. My damn <laughs> self. Because I was taking it off the wall to let everyone see it closer. Why? Why did I do that when I was fucking blackout drunk? Don't know. Woke up to it broken in my bed the next day. But that's fine. I do have to All admit, right, guys, for the first time All ever, right, I, I own an item on this goop guide. What? No, you don't. Yes, dish, I do. dish, dish. I what? own oh, wait, an item on this gift guide. You did not buy the orgasm candle, <laughs> Holden McNeely. You no, did no, not no. buy the orgasm Actually, candle. Actually, I do like this guessing game, though. So I went through because <laughs> I figured, like, oh, since I am the with penis man person in the thing or whatever, I'd go through the men's guide because I figured you guys would pour through maybe the other things and I could have something to say about some of this stuff. Um, and, yes, I have one item, if you'd like me to reveal it, uh, 
It is actually a recent purchase. I haven't used it yet because I'm afraid of it, but uh, Lexi uh, actually made me get the lawnmower by Manscaped, uh, which is on this gift guide. And we got like the full package. And it was like a 150, I think. The lawnmower itself, it, it's a ball shaver. It is a, it is a, <laughs> it is a shaver for your testicles and uh, bush. Well, let's hear the, let's hear the fucking <laughs> reviews. I guess, I guess this, for, me saying it out loud right now, I keep forgetting to use it. It came in a really cool packaging. This like really nice Manscaped bag. I promise you Manscaped is not our sponsor, by the way. I just literally, I think we, I did do an ad read for Manscaped for Wizard the Bruiser not too long ago, but I, this is actually a purchase I made. I guess what I don't understand is just a regular razor. Like I've got one of these right, for but it's my Specifically pussy for testicles, yeah. And, and it comes with what? some other stuff, some like, I don't know what, balms or whatever you rub I on. I feel like this is what they did with the pink tax with the pink razors. I think you got pink razored, bro. Yeah, I got pink I think I, I think you could have just bought, but... I'm glad that it works. Honestly, I am sad because I looked it up and it is not in the shape of a little lawnmower, which I thought it was, and that makes me sad. It should it have been in the just... shape of a lawnmower or of a pair of balls. Yeah, that would have been cool. <gasps> yes. But either way, where are the balls? I will report back next week about how my ball shaving went. I think Lexi. I want to hear about it. Yeah, please. Lexi wants to do the honors. Um, she thinks it'll be fun, and so uh, we'll maybe we'll both have some feedback for you. <laughs> I really want to. I want to hear about it because sometimes it rips out the hair, and that sucks. I'm very because that's no fun. So hesitant. be careful. Go very slow, because I know that you're not used to it. I am a 70s porn star down there, and it, this has gone on far too long, and uh, we got we to gotta do something about it. So I just want to say, get in there. at least I'm being honest, it's just one of those things. I feel like I'm just very like that. Like, I'll just, like, not do, so. I'll just put something off, put something off, and I hate change. And so, uh, but I will be shaved. Hold it, I, hold it, McNeely, will allow my wife... <laughs> To shave my testicles oh. some, it's someday this week in honor of Christmas and the birth of Jesus. <laughs> so are you going, then are you going to be holding clean balls, um, McNeely I then? I want a little bit of something. I don't You're want. You're going to be 10 pounds lighter next time we talk oh to you. Oh my God. You, you have no idea how much hair is going on down. It is George in the jungle down there. It is just <laughs> unbelievable. Oh. You know what yeah. is nice though is your dick will look a lot bigger. I found a family of five down and they were like, who are you? And they're like, we're the Swiss family Robinson. I was like, oh my <laughs> God. Oh I my imagine God. in your in your pubic hair, it's where the mice live from Muppet Christmas Carol. And they go, no, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Show them back in. Inside your yeah, shut up, mice! You don't get any cheese today. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Ebenezer snooze. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm bringing it. All back. right, please. I'm very entertaining to some people. <laughs> I think it's the funniest thing I've ever said. Now, I will say on this list that is actually not as expensive as I thought that it would be. Is the Oyster of the Month Club? I kind of was into that. Yeah, that I was like, this is a, a great month. fucking idea. And if I had the money, I would love to have that gift. If you got that kind of dough, that is a fun thing to get. Like really nice oysters sent to you once a month. Of course, two eighty five is a lot, but so are oysters, or so really yeah. good oysters. So that I don't even think is too bad. I don't think that I would really get down on a pussy coloring book that's just not really my bag but no. we talked about this the other night on gloss i can't handle coloring books it really stresses me out 
I don't know why it stresses me out. I hate that it doesn't tell. Like, and I like to craft something about it that's like, well, the Same. second you get start shading it in, and you're like, oh, that's a weird color. That's not going to look good. And Same. then I start beating myself up, and then it's a cycle of anxiety that I can't handle. Total. And I love crafting. I love like yes. I like a collage. I like a. Th- 3D craft even, which also, Jackie, I'm only on episode two of Top Elf, but damn, damn do I love you. <laughs> I, I I definitely, so I wasn't in some of the challenges because of COVID bullshit, not with me, but with like the, the kids and stuff. But the last episode does come out this week. And I will say I am in a music video and I will say that I definitely Dance like I'm in a boy band in front of a 17-year-old millionaire Jojo Siwa, Siwanator's hoe, and it Ugh. is very, very upsetting. She's also, she calls her fans Siwanators, by the way, yes. and it was very upsetting in like a mental capacity, where in my brain I was like, oh man, she looks, at, but she loves, she's very nice. She's very, she's very nice, so I guess it's good. She's very much her brand, and you know what, Kafa? I can't believe you got to meet Jojo Siwa. That's such a such a page seven on brand thing. <laughs> she is absolutely delightful. I was surprised. You know what? Throwing out there, never heard her speak before. <laughs> much deeper voice than I thought, and I immediately was like, I like you. Because that is how my brain works. Whenever I hear someone with a really deep, uh, someone with a deep voice, me too. Immediately... That's why I like Miley Cyrus. Oh, uh, uh, zombie! <laughs> have you seen the yes. zombie? Yes. Oh, I love she, her new She album. rules, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know that she is absolutely an insane person with an insane family, but every single time there is a music video of her like trending on Twitter for whatever reason, like you know the zombie one, like every single time I'm like. I'm going to stop everything. I'm going to watch this and I'm going to get chills listening to her. Yeah. She's great. She's amazing. And, and Plastic Heart is fucking oh, rad. That's so her new album. Good. Oh, God. I honestly, anyone that I think that Dolly Parton admires, mm-hmm. I'm on board with. Oh, then interesting. I meant to send you guys the video. Oh, fuck. I forgot to send you the video of her talking about how much she loves Taylor Swift. <laughs> Somebody asked her in an interview. They were, like, they were like, who are your favorite songwriters in the game? She's like, oh, well, you know. Taylor Swift's the great so whatever with everybody. I did, I've never said why are you whatevering at us? <laughs> That's a big whatever to Aretha Franklin and the incredible video where the interviewer is uh, interviewer is naming different like contemporary artists and she's saying like how incredible they are and then this yeah. the person says Taylor Swift and she's like beautiful gowns, beautiful absolutely person. incredible Looks gowns. Great. <laughs> Very, seems like she really works on that at the gym. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful gowns. See, I also do wonder, though. Beautiful gowns, that's what it was, yeah. (laughs) Dolly Parton is the hardcore, not only a philanthropist uh, internationally, but as well as for her home state of Tennessee, and so is Taylor Swift. So I wonder, I imagine that they do have functions together where they have to be around each other, right? Am I assuming correctly? So are you just trying to say that she's just saying nice things so that she doesn't have awkward moments with her ass functions? she's saying nice things. (laughs) That is what I'm saying. A $2,000 Ouija board? Now I've seen everything. (laughs) I hate the Ouija board. That's the one that makes me mad in the goop. I get it. Not to change subject to her, but I'm just staring at it. It's making me upset. Uh, I've definitely, you know, I've been to a lot of art galleries with Jeff and a lot of spooky art galleries, and I've seen really insane hand-carved Ouija boards that are that expensive. I get it. You hand-carve a Ouija board, you make 
everything completely yourself, fuck yeah, charge whatever the fuck you want for it. But it doesn't seem like the Ouija board on the Goop gift guide is a piece of artwork. It seems just like a Ouija board. Kind of a tacky looking Ouija board that I, I it just sh- would shock me to uh, to see the price tag be $2,000, Molly. Too many. I kind of like the vibrator necklace, though. That's a $79 <laughs> vibrator on a necklace. That's affordable. That That's very affordable. affordable. And you need it in a snap. <laughs> I have to get off right now. I <laughs> uh, usually wait. I'll wait. I'll wait to do it for later. Shoutouts to the Lordship title pack. Uh, you can become a lord or a lady with the purchase of one square foot of land on a private estate in Scotland. Uh, I mean, that's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, there's always like a castle on there. Always. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a tiny house on there, too. But yeah. I also, we need to bring up real quick old Tom Fishfucker Cruz. We got to talk about this because he went <laughs> ballsistic <laughs> yesterday on the set of Mission Impossible balls. 7. Ballsistic. Yeah, I wait, said wait, wait, ballsistic. Wait, <laughs> That's your new one. That's your new That's one after it. you gotta be souping me. I like it. Bulls uh, list. I think it's because I'm thinking of the lawnmower, and I really wish it was a tiny lawnmower. Yeah. There's gotta be something. I just imagine Lexi like pushing the little lawnmower around <laughs> up and over your balls. That really makes me smile. Well, I will be get, taking a video of her shaving my testicles, and I will be sending it to people with their consent. So if you'd like my consent. For a ball shaving video, just email Holden's Balls <laughs> at gmail.com. I, well, no. I mean, I guess Holden you could send it to Page then. 7 Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I don't, can I say I don't want it? And uh, I am good. I'll I add you to the don't want list. I have a want list and a don't want list. I'll put you on the don't want list. The please don't You also have to email in if you want to be on the don't want list. So that is all. That's another caveat. I will be sending it to everybody unless you officially tell me you don't want it. Don't want it. So don't forget to get that email out. Someone named like Holden Ball or something like that. Uh, uh, which would be an unfortunate name t- to have uh, has a oh, Gmail. Oh, you're holding your balls, And then a bunch ass. of people email this poor stranger being like, I don't want a video of your balls. I keep getting emails for the other Holden's balls. <laughs> uh, uh, if only Holden's balls. So why did Tom Cruise go Ballslistic, Jackie. Ballslistic on Mission Impossible 7 because people weren't being COVID compliant. And he flipped the fuck out. Now, there's a lot of people going back and forth of people being like, oh, he shouldn't have screamed like that. He was definitely like using profanity and he was definitely being very harsh. But as someone that has been on a set in this pandemic, I get it. You, it, it is insane. There, there are sets being shut down left and fucking right because people aren't following the goddamn rules. We were just talking about this beforehand. Why are the numbers going up so crazy in L.A.? It's because of the entertainment business. There's so many people in one spot, and it's not the crews. It's definitely, like, it's a lot of the actors because they're the ones that have the masks off. And it is a lot. There's a, so many problems and they're trying desperately to keep the entertainment industry open. And Tom Cruise flipped out. You can definitely listen to the audio of him screaming at everyone. You're right. He should not have done it in that way. 
There should that is not there's no one should ever speak to anyone like that, especially when they are in a position of power in any way, shape, or form. But I at this point in this year. I don't think I've ever understood Tom Cruise more <laughs> ever in my life. It's like, yeah, he snapped. He fucking snapped. And he even screamed about how so many people's jobs are on the line and how lucky they were to be there with jobs and how so many people's lives have been completely ruined this year and that they are so selfish for not following the rules. And it was like such a, I mean, it was a... Very angry dad scream that I, I mean, I immediately was like, I'll put my mask on. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I always have my it mask on. It seems like it's like an uncharacteristically, like, uh, a, a, a uncharacteristic act of solidarity for Tom Cruise. Like, usually he seems to be like somebody who is really just out for Tom Cruise. And I feel Fish like fucking, yeah. to, to expect people to wear masks, uh, is like I think an inherent act of solidarity and 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 camaraderie with our fellow humans, and so that makes me say, "God bless it." God bless it, I say. There between that and I also had already previously sent this article about how apparently Tom Cruise, to every one of his like A list celebrity friends, sends this one cake that he says is the best cake to ever have existed. It is a white chocolate coconut bundt cake. From Doan's Bakery that even like Kristen Dunn, Kirsten Dunn said, unbelievable. Henry Cavill says, one of the best cakes I've ever had. Barbara Walters said, the most decadent, the most amazing cake. But I think it's kind of fun because he sends out these cakes because he doesn't eat sugar, especially when he's getting ready for a new action role. So he sends it and then asks everyone to explicitly tell him how it tastes because it's his favorite cake, which technically is one of the most narcissistic things you can do. <laughs> but it is also kind of nice. Yeah, I was torn on this. It sounds like a really good cake. <laughs> I want him to mm. eat sugar sometimes, you know? Yeah, just it's sometimes. Like ridiculous. I mean, that is also just screams to me like, I'm sure you fucking eat some. It's just like you have to be Mr. Like, I'm always dieting and in my life so hard. And um, that's dumb and annoying. Also, I hate coconut, so whatever. Ooh, no, hold on. Oh, no, yeah, you're canceled. Like that was it. I don't like coconut. Finally. He talked about mowing his balls. He talked about <laughs> sending videos of his balls. And that is where I draw the line, Holden <laughs> McNeely. I don't understand. Is it just, wait, is it just flake? coconut that you don't enjoy or is it olive coconut i'm sure you uh i would say i definitely like it in like thai food or whatever okay so you're fine with coconut milk but yes i do not specifically like flaked coconut in like on a cake okay i get that i understand that it gets stuck in your teeth i understand it but it's wrong coconut is delicious cakewalk remember cakewalks and how weird that was remember doing those where you walk around in a circle and you get the cake around a cake. I forget exactly how it worked. It was like at a. You don't remember this cakewalk? Are you being real or are you? Yeah, being what are you fake? talking about? Is this a setup? <laughs> no, I don't know. You know when you do it, and then the mice get in there, and then and they say no cheeses versus mises, and then it's, you put your cock back in your pants. <laughs> it was developed from prize walks held in the mid nineteenth century get-togethers. Oh God, on slip plantations. What are you I didn't remember that part of it. Oh. I just remember we walked around a cake and it was like musical chairs or something. I, maybe I'm maybe I sh- it's not called a cakewalk, but I thought that's what it was. It sounds like a 
perhaps racist relic of... Yeah, apparently it has some very deep racist ties, but I did it in my elementary school at a fair. Well, it was you were in North Carolina, yeah, so that's, I wonder that's if okay, That's that not is... your fault, but it's okay. now that that's now you know, fault. and you won't do it ah! yourself. And you the won't do no more cakewalks. Okay, tickets are sold to participants. Uh, squares laid on a rug, one square per ticket sold. Participants walk around in a path in time to music, yes, which plays for a duration and then stops. A number is drawn at random and called out. The person standing on that number wins a cake. And so I did that in my elementary school. This reminds me when I was in like high school or something, I had a friend from the Northeast and he was like, yeah, it's May Day. You dance around the Maypole. And all of us were like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? What and we were like are you from? enraged at him. We were like, you are bullshit. And he was like, no, you hold strings and you dance around. And he like yeah. modeled it for us. And we were like, what oh, the yeah. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and now I realize it is actually a thing. Yeah. That's yeah. why Henry always loved May Day because it's his birthday. And then at school, it was always an outside day because everyone would be outside holding onto ribbons and running around poles. <laughs> Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start Start saving saving today. today. Visit sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I also do want to just quickly bring up the fact that I just can't believe it. I feel like it came out of nowhere. The fact that Mariah Carey has come out with a line of cookies Mm -hmm. that you can order Mm -hmm. to your, I imagine you can Mm -hmm. get them in New York. I know you can get them in LA. And I just, in my brain, I'm like, I don't trust that the cookies are any good. Mm. I'm saying it now. I know she's the queen of Christmas, but I don't know. This is, Henry and I scream about this a lot when we were watching Food Network, that there are times depending on what they are making, that I don't know if I trust that if Mariah Carey has not tasted those cookies, which I'm going to assume she hasn't because of her gorgeous figure, that I'm going to say that she's not the one, it's like they're not her recipe. She's being like a real Rachel Ray. Whose cookies are they, Mariah? And you know (laughs) I love you, but whose cookies are they? I will say one thing from this article that I did love, it is why you have to read through the whole thing. She initially rejected the original packaging design and then sent pictures of her and some of her favorite dresses she's worn over the past to create a design based on that, which is the most (laughs) Mariah Carey fucking bullshit I've ever heard (laughs) in my entire life. I love her. She is perfect. But I don't know if I want her cookies. Yeah, so if you've no. tried her cookies, please let me know because I haven't pulled I haven't pulled the string yet. What is it? Pulled the cord. Hatter? Cord? 
Flipcord. And uh, I am scared, too. So let me know if you have and what you think. But I think it is time for Celebrity Conspiracy Corner. Little flip of the switch there. But either way, we've got the newest Celebrity <laughs> Conspiracy. Celebrity Conspiracy, by the way, number 33. That's how many of these I have done. Whoa. You're kidding. No way. Damn. Pandemic's been getting long, huh? Pandemic is a lot of weeks. Yeah. Uh oh, yeah. I hear, I think I hear a share song intro. Uh oh. Oh, do, do you, you believe, believe in the fact that the weekend sold his soul to the devil? Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So this comes Maybe. in from April. I found this theory, theory way back when and have been obsessed with it since, I believe. Do you? <gasps> right? And okay. we don't know yet. <laughs> Uh, we don't know. We, we don't need know. to find yeah, out. You the, need me to tell you the details. theme before you believe. We need the details first. Uh, also, that's of course came in uh, page seven podcast page the number seven podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you would like to send me conspiracy theories, please, I need them. They help me do my job so much better. And it's so hard to find new ones because we've literally done 33 of these fucking things. <laughs> There's so many of them, though. There's just so many of them. So here's the theory. Uh, April also had this to say. In a lot of his videos from 2014 to 2016, he has the same characters, and it seems to follow a specific storyline. The storyline seems to convey that The weekend sold his soul to the devil for real, and he's trying to communicate this through his music videos. And so here, here is the, here's a little breakdown here. This is specific to the videos from the album Beauty Behind the Madness, which, and the songs are The Hills, Tell Your Friends, and Can't Feel My Face, as well as two newer videos, Star Boy and False Alarm. Mm. In, in each video, there is a devil deity that sets the weekend. Uh, so for the first video, there's this devil deity, this old man. He sets the weekend on fire and can't feel my face, which doesn't hurt him but instead serves to heat up the club, which shows the devil can bring him more popularity. Then, Whoa. right? That doesn't make you want to rip your own fucking elbows off and throw them in an old fucking homeless person. I don't know what will. No, I love my bows. Uh, then in the hills, the weekend survives a car accident wearing the same clothes from the previous video, and he meets the deity in a home who offers him two girls. Whoa. In the video, Tell Your Friends, The Weeknd has a showdown with this mystery man in the desert and shoots him with a gun. This thus saying, like, he's like, I sold my soul to you, but now I'm I'm rid myself of you, and I'm I'm shedding this this old skin. So lastly, in Starboy, The Weeknd wields a cross at one point, and, and at one point, a new version of himself kills his old self, and his old accolades, which, which is his old, and then destroys his old accolades that he achieved, under the contract with the deity. Thus saying, I am now the star boy, renewed from the devil's curse. I have mm -hmm. killed my old devil sold soul self. And okay. I rise like a phoenix as uh, the weekday. <laughs> Just a funny fucking joke. <laughs> I get it. That's I get it. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think he sold his soul to the devil and he's communicating that through his music videos? Or are you the same sheep? That thing that the clouds are not speaking to us. Wow. Oh no. <laughs> I guess I'm a little fucking sheep, baby. Because I don't know. I know that the weekend, so I'm just starting to get into the weekend. I'm new. I'm new into the weekend. I know it sounds like I'm just like such a crazy girl. What what do you like, Mondays? <laughs> yeah, I just took your joke, hold it, and I made it better. 
better. Yeah, Garfield's whatever, so whatever, go on. (laughs) (laughs) I know that he is definitely creating a world that he and his music live inside of, and if that is part of the lore, I'm actually really down with it. I don't think that it is true, but I do respect the power of his lore. So you're just saying that he's an artist just doing what an artist would do in his music by like doing storytelling and things like that. Yeah, you know I'm a goggy bitch. Yeah. Well, she killed someone too. Molly? Oh my God. I think I'm with Jackie in every single word. I'm also a goggy bitch. And uh, I think that I just am not familiar enough with the weekend's lore, but it does sound like there's a lot of lore. The devil could be there. But I think it's I think I think he is in on it. So yeah, but I think that ultimately it's it's all part of a creative project, not with the devil. All right. With the art itself. Not with the devil. Well, there you go. Although that would be pretty bad ass. Yeah, bro. pretty cool though, right? But yeah, I think he's just an artist being a storyteller. Uh but either way, uh, <laughs> I we like can move it, on though. from that. Well, speaking of I like Things. We, I think didn't, I like we didn't actually watch the music video. Should we do that before we move on to the list? My, my blinds Let's are really short it. this week, so don't don't worry about like getting getting uh, time wise for those. Let's do it because I think I might like it. It is the dumbest. Just tell me when to start I'm the sorry. video. I, I it's the worst thing ever made. Okay, are right, you ready? We're gonna do a three, two, one countdown. So pause the. Podcast, come watch it with us. And you're going to start the video at me at the beginning of the word. No, the end of the word start. Don't so pause I'll say start, it, and then Don't it's at the end of the word the start, and then you're going to hit play. And then the you pod- just, or, oh no, or you can just listen. You can just listen to us talk about it, too. You don't have to pause it. You don't have to do it. Yeah, We're just going to talk about it. Music Actually, video. actively don't pause it. Just pull up the video, because you pause can do that while listening. Pause the podcast to get a drink. Pull up the video. Yeah. And, and unpause the podcast yeah. and count with us. Get a wee and fucking count with us. credit yeah. card up, a little line of cocaine, dude. If sure, you want to. sure, sure. No, no, the fentanyl holding. Oh, okay. right, the fentanyl. I forgot. Yeah, Are actually, don't do that. Unless you have like Are old cocaine. Unless you have like cocaine you were saving. Yeah, from, sure. Use old like cocaine. the 90s. That'd be pretty fun. Three, <laughs> two, one, start. Such a bad video. I. Just absolutely atrocious. So when I did just, it, let's. Talk, I want to talk about the history of this. When, when did as, as like a person who sort of got pulled into this kind of like the um, Ghostbusters two bathtub tried to pull the baby in uh, into it. Um, what? Where did this start? We don't know. I mean, 2012. We've been doing it from the beginning, right, Jackie? We really haven't because the thing is that back in the day. We obviously, we talked about John Travolta a lot more because of how many blind items there were about him being secretly gay. Yes. So we were obsessed with John Travolta. Uh, why is she driving so slowly with the <laughs> she presents, has too many in, presents the car. in her car? It's weighing it down. Also, a couple of years ago, we did figure out that this music video is on John Travolta's own. It's like. At right outside his land in the middle of Florida. Yeah, which is why everything is I think you might like it. Oh. And then they see each other and they do a jaunty run. <laughs> ed- extremely edited. So, to, so it looks like it's a longer runway that they run towards each other. They like are jumping back in the jump cuts. I always love the boot scoot. And I guess they're fucking. That's the most interesting yeah. thing. 
Well, one would think the main character's from Greece, which they are sort of being, right, in this? This is, the song is a sequel to You're the One That I Want. Yes, written by the same person, and they are, I think, supposed to be their characters from Greece. Yes. Yet, oh, in real Kelly life. Oh, Kelly Preston, R.I.P. I can't believe she died this year. Yeah, wow. She was so young. Yeah, I know, that was sad. So crazy. Like, how many dead people are in this music video, by the way? This is, like, astounding. <laughs> As I say this every year, I'm, the Dubuque, Iowa airport looks exactly like this airport. And so this song, actually, when I was still flying home to Dubuque, actually did make me feel, like, really schmaltzy homesick for the Dubuque, Iowa airport because it is this small, and people really do wait for you right when you walk off the plane, you see them. I think I'm definitely going to go into Jeff, like, a couple days before Christmas and be like, and tonight, we're going to fuck, and then we're going to watch It's a Wonderful Life, and we're going to cry all over each other. And I'm going to see how hard it gets him. And if he doesn't get rock hard within three seconds, I don't know if I can stay with him. I just don't understand the weird part where the sad soldier sees the police officer. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's a police officer. That's and then they the hug part. each other. It's sad. <laughs> they, it's, it's, the lonely soldier sees the lonely police officer, and then they hug each other. I, this this year was the first time I thought maybe they're old friends instead of just lonely men right. who want to, want an embrace. Right. It is weird though because they always show the older couple whenever they talk about watching It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, I think I might like I it. I, like I do it. love their sunglasses in the end. In fact, I was talking so much that I didn't even get to bring up again one of my favorite parts. The wallet chain. I love the <laughs> wallet chain that he wears in this. And also, Jandra looks amazing outside of the chin patch. The chin patch of hair is truly horrific. Yes, very, that very is, rough. It's really rough. And I don't, I am into a goatee. I'm into lots of forms of facial hair. But man, that patch underneath his chin and about a quarter of the way up onto his chin is horrifying. I think I don't like that. <laughs> I think I might not like it. I think yeah. I might not like it. And thank you. We did it. We watched it this year. I This is, it's really, I love watching it every year. I think about it too often. And sometimes I worry that maybe it's a curse upon my house. <laughs> and I'm not going to know why until... The curse comes to fruition, but for now, I think I might like it. <laughs> Very fun. But now we also have to do the list. Oh, oh who's, who's on, on the list? list? Jackie, Jackie got to have that, that list. We are doing behind the scenes Christmas movie facts most people don't know. We are not starting with number one because you'll find that out when you listen next week to our pop history episode on Muppets Christmas fucking Carol Benjamins. <laughs> but what we are going to start with is that in Elf, it always kind of makes me sad because I am very aware, and I imagine you guys are as well, that Will Ferrell hates Elf. He hated doing it. Really? It was a lot. Oh, yeah, that's why he, they offered him, like, an exorbitant amount of money to do Elf 2. So, and Will Ferrell said no. He's so good in it. I love it. It's Elf. a lot. It's a lot. I think that it was a lot for him. I believe it's John Favreau's first, I believe it was his first movie. It was a lot. And so he wouldn't do it. 
And I, I still love Elf. I watch it every year. But apparently in the baby it's cold outside shower scene, it wasn't originally in the script. Because John Favreau learned that Zoe Deschanel was a good singer while filming, so he added it in and thusly helped her with her singing career, which I think is actually really sweet. Yeah, yeah and also fun. like the climactic scene in the film sort of centers around singing and her singing. So it's kind of interesting yes. that that was just not there. That's what I like about him and his approach because that's very much what it sounded like Iron Man was like, where he really just kind of went with the flow with things. That's why they call Iron Man this like huge budget indie movie. And that really set off the whole Marvel franchise. Let's talk about Marvel, let's talk about the history, Stan Lee. Newsy <laughs> No, actually, that is very interesting. I think it's cool whenever a then immediate big town, like big time director is able to pull his weight of like, no, I'm going to do it like this. Yeah. This is how I'm going to do it. And I think that's a lot of fun. Now, in Die Hard, of course, everyone always says every year, it's a Christmas movie. Of course, it's a Christmas movie. Die Hard, Bruce Willis's role was actually offered to 73-year-old Frank Sinatra first. Wow. Sinatra was contractually obligated to get first dibs because he starred in the film's prequel in 1968, which is a movie called The Detective. I have never heard of this movie before. I had no idea that there was a prequel. And apparently it was made in 1968 starring Frank Sinatra, and it's called The Detective. Now I kind of want to check it out. Yeah. Also, Bruce Willis was uh, known only for television at the time, and this completely changed his whole career. Really? That's awesome. Hell yeah. Um, Back, I mean, he looks great in it. Um, but you know, I'm you know, I'm also into a looper Bruce Willis as well. You know, I don't I, I don't judge on him. We're jumping right down to the Santa Claus Two, which yes, I still love to watch, and yes, I watched it a couple of days ago because specifically, and yes, I bring it up every year. Molly <laughs> Shannon, yeah, I feel like some Christmas version, which is an amazing sequence. I will watch anything that Molly Shannon does. But apparently in the Santa Claus 2, Tim Allen had to stay in character around the child actors, even when cameras weren't rolling, because a lot of the kids believed he was the real Santa because of the first movie, which I think is absolutely adorable, that he said, I didn't want to disappoint them. I had to stay in character all the time so I couldn't swear or get mad. The elves would gaze at me all day long and ask me ridiculous questions about Christmas. I also, not to be like this, but as someone that also recently has played an elf, um, we did the same thing (laughs) on Top Elf, which was very fun, but that the kids were old enough to be like, I know you're not an elf. I'm like, I know, no, no. (laughs) My name is Jazzy. I am an elf. And um, so that was a lot of fun. And but I'm glad that he stayed in character. I think that that's really cute. And hopefully that there weren't any um, little shitheads. that was like that, that, yeah, which I imagine there were. Because <laughs> sometimes children can be evil. Um, and uh, you guys have been hearing me slightly squawk about Home Alone for the past couple of weeks because now I'm newly back into the Home Alone fold. Me too. But apparently in Home Alone. The prop department originally created a fake tarantula to put on Daniel Stern's face, but director Chris Columbus 
insisted on using a real one. And his name was Barry. <laughs> we recently watched Home Alone together and Gideon was telling me about a, a lot of uh, tarantula facts. Like apparently they can't mm. like fall from large heights. They will die. So Whoa. don't let your tarantula experience what happened to the Home Alone tarantula. Oh, that's scary. But also apparently the animal trainer on set told Stern that he'd be fine during the scene as long as he didn't make any sudden movements. Stern responded, but I'm going to be screaming in Barry's face. Do you think he'll feel threatened by that? And the animal trainer simply said, Barry doesn't have ears. He can't hear. Relax. But don't you still have to, like, move your tongue and stuff? Like, yeah. isn't that? Yeah. I get it. I'd still be no. very worried about doing that. And I'm, like, not that freaked out by spiders. Don't say don't make any sudden movements and then be like, relax. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's absolutely. I mean, tarantulas, they're just so. I talk about this a lot where I think that I t- was talking about this last week and on page seven, where like the spiders here are scarier than I think than in Florida, because in Florida, like you can see them under the blankets. Like they're just so big that you can see them moving. And it's just at least a tarantula, you can see that it's on your face, but it's a black widow or a brown widow that is, um, they're very tiny <laughs> and they can kill you. But anyway, fun fact, love actually, they originally shot Four additional storylines, one of which included the school's headmistress and her partner, who was battling a terminal illness. Even just the picture of these two older women in bed with one of them holding the other one that is obviously dying, I want to burst into tears. <laughs> it is so... I, I, I'm... I'm actually happy that the, that part wasn't in. Right. Um... I I don't know if I could like I already cry so much at uh, Love Actually. Well, not so much. More Family Stone now, but uh, I still don't know if I could have handled that. Agreed. Thank you. I was trying to look up as sorry as I was saying this. You know, when you're trying to do two things at once, I was trying to look up Supernova is the movie with Stanley Tucci and Colin Firth that I've been really really excited to see which is a, they are a couple and one's a musician and the other's a novelist and they're on a road trip as Stan, I believe it's Stanley Tucci's dementia starts to take hold and it's about them like holding on to each other's memories and I know that it came out not too long ago or maybe it's going to be released here pretty soon. I I need to wait. I'll watch in January. I don't think I can handle, I don't think I can handle it right now. I think I'll just, I, I don't, I think I'll implode if I see something that's sad right now. I'm trying to keep it buoyant. <laughs> um, And for our last little fact in It's a Wonderful Life, writer-director Frank Capra helped create a new type of artificial snow because the then-current movie method, using cornflakes that were painted white, was too noisy when the actors had to walk in scenes. So at the time, apparently, it was also popular to use asbestos as snow in films. <laughs> what could go wrong? But that was making people sick. So instead, <laughs> they created their own kind of snow and filmed it like that, and there was no crunchies and no one died, which is kind of nice. This totally ruins my actual fun fact that I say every year when I watch this movie with my family, which is, did you know it's cornflakes? So now I have to change that. 
Oh, no. At least you weren't saying, did you know it's asbestos? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody died. (laughs) They didn't. They all survived. And the angels get their wings. You little girl, bitch. I'm sorry. No, she's very sweet. Zuzu, bitch. Good Lord. (laughs) But Holden, though, are you? I'm going Blind. blind items. Oh, oh we, we can't, can't see them. All right, buckle up. This is a bit of a ride here. <clears throat> okay. I have an interesting story for you. I've lived in Vancouver, BC since 1998. I'm a makeup artist, and I have worked on numerous television shows that have filmed since 1999. You probably won't believe this since it's the classic friend of a friend of a friend story, but I figured I'd share it anyway. In the year 2000, I got work in the makeup department for a show. My supervisor was a woman with whom I formed a close friendship. In early 2011, she sent me the most hilarious and bizarre text about something her cousin supposedly witnessed. Her cousin was a celeb chaser and would consult her friend who ran a celebrity tracking Twitter account to determine the whereabouts of celebs in the hopes she could spot them and possibly get autographs. Is it Dumois? <laughs> I'm sorry. And possibly get autogra- autographs that she could then sell. She heard that this A-plus list mostly movie actor was filming at the Vancouver Convention Center. She lived really close by at the time, so she jumped in her car and was there in about five minutes. She was too late, though, and only caught a glimpse of him as he departed the scene. But she saw which car he got in and followed it for blocks until his driver pulled into the lot of the IGA on Robson. I think that's a grocery store. Apparently, the actor waited in the car and the driver got out and went into the store. There was somebody else who remained in the car with the actor, but she wasn't sure who it was, probably a bodyguard. Apparently, the actor looked anxious in the car. He was, like, sort of bouncing up and down in his seat. The driver came back with only a white paper package in his hand, which he started unwrapping before he even got the door open. It was some sort of a whole fish. Our actor rolled his window down. (laughs) No. No. Our actor rolled his window down just far enough to grab the fish, but she was unable to see what he did with it. No. And because the driver got in and quickly sped out of the parking car. I thought my friend was totally bullshitting me, but the blinds I've been reading lately have really made me start to wonder what? if she was telling the truth. <laughs> no. <laughs> Any guesses, ladies? This guy no. fucks fish all over the world. <laughs> Wow. No wow. way. I mean, it's obviously true now. I've never seen anything like this in the blinds. These elaborate stories full of details, all pointing to one Tom Cruise and a motherfucking fish. Um, wow. Just, no, bro. That's nuts, that's man. How nuts. did you go all episode and not <laughs> tell us this? How did you make it through the entire episode? I, mean, I don't understand. It's so hard to in the blinds. That was a good cool. reveal, man. Wow. Uh, I, that is nut sauce, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. He has sex with fish. What? Was the what was the other person in the car doing? I, th- I guess a bodyguard. I mean, he has his team. You know what I mean? Maybe he, he the person holds the fish, like moves the fish in a. He was bouncing up and down because he was so excited to fuck the fish, he couldn't contain himself. Oh right. My I say God. Scientology ritual, but yes, fish fucking is the funner, more interesting choice. Uh, it sure. definitely could be a ritual of sorts, a hundred percent. But I think that fish Tom Fishfucker Cruise just has such a, <laughs> a ring to it that I didn't know I needed. Uh, so here is the only other one for the for the uh, episode. Um, see if you can guess it. 
This was the first time ever as an extra, and I was actually told I was lucky because I got to get more glimpses of the actors than most extras do. I noticed this A-plus list mostly movie actor seemed jumpy, sort of like he was on something. He was like bouncing on the balls of his feet. He wears specially made shoes with really thick soles, by the way. I'm good at reading lips because I have partial hearing loss. It's getting worse as I age. And as the shoot was ending, I was on the other side of the street from him. So I couldn't hear what he was saying, but I read his lips and he kept saying something about a fish. No, he said the word no at least way. three no. times. No, 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 no way. Holden McNeely, <laughs> did you make that up? You must be making this <laughs> up. There's no way. Christmas fish fuck send off over here. Oh, oh my God. God. The, oh, sheer amount, I've never seen anything like this in Blind Eyes. There's just sheer amount of stories <laughs> that people are seeing. There's even one that I didn't even put in. That was wow. just a whole other. It was pretty much the same story as last week about a guy excited at a fish counter uh, <laughs> in, in Beijing, China, by the way. Um, and What? Uh, does and I know that we're making our fish fucking jokes, but like for real, <laughs> you guys, what is he doing with the whole fish? What he's not even getting them deboned? Like, what is he doing? Is he using the scales as some sort of skin regimen? Like, I mean, is, is it has to be, it can't be that he's having sex. He's bouncing up and down all the time. He's like, he needs maybe he's he has bouncing. like some sort of addiction to to the fish. Yeah, fish? and I was about to say, let's connect, let's just name all the things that happen every time. Grocery store, never wrapped, uh, uh, or always in like white paper, mm-hmm. um, uh, always bouncing up and down. Always There's this bouncing. weird person about to cop thing. <laughs> like that's a person about to get their heroin fix or their cocaine fix, they bounce up and down, right? Usually there's a bathroom involved, that's why it was very interesting to see the car one. And then this other situation, He's just mumbling about a fish like a psycho? <laughs> what even is that? I don't know. I don't know. If you have theories, though, please write in to page7podcasts at gmail.com. I am endlessly curious about what this billionaire is doing <laughs> with a fish. Right. Just wow. being that excited over a fish is unnerving. To some unless you're degree. fucking it, in which case yeah. it makes total sense. But is, is, oh, does that say something about us? Are we the animals here? Are we no. the fish? No. That we only think that he's fucking the fit. Like I, like I truly, I'm trying to rack my brain to not speak. Hey, you think smoker? Unless he's I'm trying eating to come up with it, something if, else. If he's eating raw fit, like just ugh, like a bear, but then that's its own ugh. Yeah, that's a different kind of uh. Is it horrible to say that I think I'd rather him fuck the fish than him? Eat it raw off the bones with like his a bear. Teeth. Yeah, I'd rather yeah, like, fuck it too. I think that would make more sense to me because he seems to me to be the kind of person to be a weird nutbag about like his physical health and like having some weird secret so. to longevity. And some some like wizened old man at some point was probably like, "Eat a raw fish a eat day, a and fish, you'll live yeah. a thousand years." You know what I mean? Yeah. It might have been something like that. I think that's very quite po- possible. Honestly, very possible. Or, or Jackie's uh, thing about him using it for an exfoliant on his skin is also possible. He's got to do something. How about Whatever this? Whatever he's right. doing with it, he shouldn't be doing. Here's the theory. He eats it while he fucks it. It's 
fish Whoa. dick sickle. It's a fish dick sickle. He puts the fish on his dick. That's why he needs like a oh, big raw no. fish. It's like and a kind of Marilyn Manson situation. No. Yeah. Holden oh, had a huge God. smile on his face right before he said this, like he had really come up with the right answer. <laughs> Easy. This is it. He is finally at the upper echelon That's of the thing. conspiracy. It's like he makes his own little jelly donut, but but it's a fish and it's his fucking. Shoot, oh, shoot. God. I'm no. so disgusted. All right, we no. gotta stop talking about it. I don't this. believe. I am I am in shock. I can't believe that I can't believe that that's what your blind items were this week. Yep. I, I, I can't yeah. believe that there's more stories of it. And I also thank you, Holden. You're welcome for giving us this. Thank you. Real work. Get and it. I'm gonna say this right now. This is all direct from the blind item site. I did not embellish what they said. They could be, of wow. course, lying, but like, and I never see that. I never see like a blind item happen and then multiple people be like, hey. Just didn't talk about this because it sounded so absurd. But since these other people are confirming it, I also had this Whoa. experience. This Christmas, you <laughs> gave me a fish. And Ooh. the very next day, you fucked the fish. I like it, Molly. <laughs> I like it, Molly. <laughs> like this year, keep your fish clear. Because my dick has got something special. Keep your fish Fish away from that man. And if that has been our episode of page seven for you, I think I might like it. I, I, I guess. I don't I like I guess I'm that proud of him for all. living his I truth. I, like I, I don't know how to feel. I mean, he's not hurting anyone, and they're not alive, so I guess it's fine. I guess we should welcome him living his truth, but... It is a little weird, and yes, we are going. So next week, we're not going to have a proper episode because it'll be Christmas. But we will be releasing a little bit of a riff tracks for y'all. We're going to be watching a Christmas movie, and you can watch it along with us, and that will come out next week. So that will be it for fish fucking news until at least <laughs> after Christmas. I know, difficult, but look it up, look into it. Let's get started on. Theories, y'all. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. I hope that you make it through this holiday as mentally sound as you are capable of. Stay safe. I hope your family is safe. I hope your friends are safe. And we love you. You can find me on Instagram at JackThatWorm. Uh, yo, yo. Hold it, McNeely. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenator. So we are partnered, baby. And thank you again to Jackie to help, help me make that happen, that, all that. And uh, we do streams Monday, Tuesday, Friday night, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenator. So page seven podcast, page the number seven podcast at gmail.com. Get, get us them celeb conspiracy theories, blind items. I want to know your take on the Tom Cruise shit. What's going on? And also, of course, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Molly. My name is Molly. I am MJKLCAT on Instagram. We love you guys so much. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you soon. I love you. Bye, everybody. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. 
That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.